Welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM for a Thursday. I'm Ken Cooper. Glad to be with you today. I've got uh, Rick behind the wheel here of the studio, and we have some positive vibes that are going on in the building and in the studio, and hopefully in your world too. After this hour is up, um, we've got some really cool things to talk about. A new way to travel, or maybe a new way to think about your vacations. I'm going to talk uh, with a friend of mine who's going on a, a very fun, but also a, a worthwhile vacation, worthwhile to uh, to the society, kind of a vacation soon, so we'll talk a little bit about that. I'm going to talk with the director of the RSVP program this hour, and we're going to talk about the Who's Smarter Than a Fifth Grader competition that is coming up. Uh, Rick, I don't know if you've ever heard of that competition or know what it's uh, like, but I, as an adult, am going to be playing, and I have to be smarter than a fifth grader. Have you done it before? No. Okay. No, but it's uh, not as easy as you think. No, I don't want any part of it because I don't want to be exposed <laughs> for the moron that I am. It is going to be tough. The big event is coming up uh, a week from Saturday at Valley View Mall. We'll talk with uh, Ruth, who's in charge of the event. We'll also talk with one of my adult competitors. Did Mitch win it one year? Didn't he and him and the right? You team up with a fifth grader, right? Yeah. Didn't Mitch win it like three, four years ago? He he might have. I would think that if he did, he would have uh, plastered it all over the studio, though. So I didn't I didn't see anything. I took all. I didn't see anything in flashing bright lights. So. Wish me luck. We'll talk about that. And if uh, if the good vibes, if you don't have enough good vibes to last for the entire hour, why don't we talk about HR1? Just for the heck of it, maybe we'll round out the show with a little discussion about what some call a democratic power grab and what some call common sense in Washington. All of that is on the way. Thank you for joining us. Of course, we'll be looking for your input, too, on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line 785-7914. This is 92.3 FM, 1410 AM, WIZM News Talk, Lacrosse Talk PM. I love that song. I just, I love the message in that song. I also love Roger Hodgson's voice. I love the guitar. I love the melody. But what a good message it is. Give a little bit of yourself to someone else and to, to the society that you live in. It is a great concept and really a good concept to put into practice when you can. This morning I was noticing on Facebook that it seems as though everybody I know is on a vacation at a warm weather destination. Lots of people in Mexico. Lots of pictures of my friends in swimsuits in beautiful, crystal clear, warm water. And I I have to admit, I was getting just a little bit jealous. And then I, I ran across one friend of mine who is taking a trip much like that to a warm weather destination. Um, but this is a, a, a kind of a vacation with a twist. I don't know if you've heard of something called charity travel or something called travel and social good, but it is taking a vacation, but also giving a little bit of yourself to the community that you're visiting. So I had a chance to talk with Angela Kupietz today about that. And, Angela, thanks for talking with me. Thanks for having me, Ken. Angela, of course, you'll recognize her voice. Uh, you may even recognize her face if you've been to Lacrosse Fireplace, but she's the, the one who always says, Your place is by the fire. Yeah. Unless you're going somewhere warm. Like you are. That's right. You've got a trip to Mexico, is that correct? Uh, yeah. Is it a, yeah. an island in Mexico? And what makes this interesting is the twist in that you're not just going to sit by the beach and drink 
um, which are fine things. But this is more, there's a trend towards, I guess you would call it charity travel. Yes. And there's definitely an element of that in this trip. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about yeah. where you're going yeah. first? So I'm going to Isla Mujeres in just a couple of weeks. Um, I went, uh, this will actually be my third time there. Uh, two years ago I went there and I just fell in love with the little island, uh, the people of the island. And, uh, you know, I saw a need. Um, you know, they have a lot of uh, volunteer groups there. Um, you know, they don't get paid a lot of money, you know, mm-hmm. maybe $5 a day. Um, and I just saw a need for the people that, you know, I'm going, I, I can afford to go on a trip like this. And I want to be, be able to give back to those people that were so welcoming and, you know, warm to me when I came there. Can you give me an example of uh, that welcoming attitude that they have? So it's, I think it's a little bit of the Mayan culture. Um, they're just very, you feel like a part of your, their family, you know, whether you go to one of their restaurants or, um, you know, we went to an artist fair, and you just feel like you belong to their family uh, right away, and they're very welcoming and a loving type of people. Your particular story started with buying a piece of art? Mm-hmm. So uh, they every Thursday night they have an artist fair. Um, so, uh, you know, residents of the island that are artists um, and even just people that have retired there uh, show off um, all of their art, you know, whether it be bracelets or paintings. Uh, there's even a guy that makes um, homemade tequila. That's really Ooh, good. Now that's art. Tequila. That's yeah, art. It is. Um, so, and I bought um, a painting, a beautiful painting, by an artist called Yadis De La Torre. Just kind of communicated with her on Facebook a little bit. I'm part of a, a group on Facebook of people that love Isla Mujeres. And I wanted to take an art class going there on my birthday. And I thought, I want to take an art class with Yadis and do some watercolor paintings or acrylic painting with her. And I was, you know, she probably needs some supplies, you know. So I reached out to her, and what kind of art supplies do you need? And she needed a lot. They really, a lot of times, you know, they're using old canvas that she's painting on or um, just using old paint and things like that, things that are left over, or mixing, you know, some of her watercolors with water just to to kind of make them last a lot longer. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was able to do an online fundraiser uh, through Facebook, and then I'm also part of Thrivent Financial. So I was able to use those Thrivent Action Dollars to raise money to bring a whole suitcase full of art supplies uh, for Yachty's. How did you get the idea to take your vacation time and make it more than just a vacation? I think being there and realizing what I have compared to the people that I was visiting, I'm lucky that I'm able to be able to travel there, and why not give back to people that have less than me? There's other things that you're doing or have done on trips there to give back as well, right? So there's a great organization called Isla Animals, and it's a retired uh, veterinarian from um, the United States that's retired there. And, you know, the animals down there are treated a little bit different than, you know, we treat our dogs and cats as a little more like family. Um, most of the animals there are not spayed and neutered or they're left outside or when the family's done with them, they're kind of discarded. So she took it upon herself to have a rescue of, of dogs and cats there. She does free spaying and neutering of all the animals. So you can go there, and we did this two years ago, and we walked the dogs. We walked them for about two miles. We took three dogs out and just played with them. Um, a lot of the animals that are uh, obviously put up for adoption, and they're all uh, adopted to people in the United States. A lot of tourists will fall in love with a, mm-hmm. with a dog and then you know, make arrangements to fly those animals back. And you can even volunteer when you're there. If it's a smaller puppy or a smaller uh, dog, they'll provide you with a crate, 
and you can actually bring that animal back with you and then meet the person that is adopting that animal at the airport. And so you're kind of helping with the transportation, too, of that animal back to the United States. Does this feel like more than just a vacation to you when you do this type of travel? It does. Um, I think just, you know, normally getting excited for a trip is, is great, packing your bags and stuff. But to be able to put together an extra suitcase full of supplies for the people that, you know, you're visiting. I mean, the people that are, you know, you're going on vacation, but it, it just feels a little bit better. It makes, makes you feel a little bit better doing this. Do you think this might become... A traditional type of vacation for you? Um, yeah, absolutely. And I hope more people do it. You know, we all work super hard. We all deserve that vacation too. And not that you can't kind of lay on the beach and have your drink, but to be able to come back from your vacation just feeling a little bit better because you were able to give back to people in, that are in need. Any advice for those of us who have, who have not done something like yeah. this? I'm just I'm fascinated by the idea that this occurred to you and that are you different than all of the rest of us no i think we all when we do visit places notice the people the residents of the country that they're visiting that they are in need and that they're working so hard and that they're not getting paid very much but i think you know people need to look at it and just be thankful for what they have and do research you know that was a lot of what i did you know i saw it and then i thought well i'm going to research this more so and facebook and all social media has is a great outlet so you know you can reach out to groups and say you know what is your need list um what do you need you know whether you know whether it's you know not all the places that you're going to visit are going to have organizations in place but it's a matter of just bringing uh, toiletries you know flip-flops toiletries you know clothing pack a whole extra suitcase for that and whether you're at an all-inclusive and you give it to the housekeeper or you know the bartender that they can take it home to their family i mean just that simple thing that you Hmm. can do too before we went on the air i just googled charity travel and tons of information came up so that's a great place to start just charity travel Well, I hope you have a really good time. Well, thank you. I hope it continues. You know, I hope people pack that extra suitcase. All right, Angela, thank you so much. I hope, I really do hope that she has a good time on her vacation. And it is definitely a trend that seems to be sweeping the nation. Take some vacation time, enjoy yourself, but also give a little bit to the community that you visit. And as I was talking with Angela about uh, her trip and her vacation, I couldn't help thinking to myself, it just makes so much sense. Why Why don't we do that more? Why don't more people do that? And it turns out that a lot of people are. I'd love to talk with you if you have done uh, a vacation like that. Um, it's a little different than, than a mission trip, but, but sort of the same. Uh, I've never been on either one. I've barely even been on a vacation. So um, I, this is all new to me. If you have been on a charitable vacation, I'd love to talk with you, 785-7914. It's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 785-7914. And you can let us know uh, what kind of fun you had as you were helping out the community that you were uh, visiting as well. Uh, In just a little bit, we are going to be talking about giving in our community. We're going to talk with Ruth. Wherever you are, Ruth, you're going to have to step up here eventually. Uh, Not right this second, but you will have to, we will be putting you on the spot. Uh, Talk with Ruth Kinsler about the RSVP program, what that is, what it's all about, and also uh, a a thing that is, I'm told, a lot of fun, but I'm finding it nerve-wracking. Who's uh, who's going to be smarter than, or who is as smart as, or who is taller than? I know I'm taller than a fifth grader, 
So I'm feeling good about that. I'm taller than a fifth grader, but I don't know about smarter. Uh, we'll see. We're going to talk about that kind of giving as well in just a little bit. And, boy, Rick, you uh, turned me on to something that is pretty huge in the world of politics, the H.R. 1 bill that probably isn't going to pass, but I think it's being, <laughs> it's being proposed or presented or voted on tomorrow uh, in Washington, D.C. Some are calling it a, a Democratic power grab, and some people are calling it uh, a very common-sense bill. And to, our, to Kai and uh, uh, Mia, our, our fifth graders here, this, that part of the show is where everything is going to get very cynical. So I don't want it to, to hurt you guys for very long, but when we talk politics on a show like this, things just sort of get really cynical uh, really quick. But we'll talk about that. Some of the highlights or lowlights, I guess, of the bill, um, voting election laws, election day would be a federal holiday. I think that's a great idea. I think if, if nothing else happens, I think that's a great idea just because, A, I think we need more holidays, and B, it just makes sense again. Um, why not just make it a holiday? If we're going to celebrate anything, why not celebrate the democratic process? Rick, what do you think? Yeah, we should uh, give mailmen the day off that day, too. Right? What's going to happen? That's all I can think about when federal holidays happen. You don't get mail that day. All right. Well, thanks for the input. No, no doubt. I really I'm do right appreciate you. it. You can I tell know. I read all about it. When, when we're playing who's smarter than a fifth grader, let's make sure we go to the easy questions for Rick. I yeah. think we're going to need the easy questions. I see the highlighter, so I'm just going like, <laughs> to say B or A or C. Campaign finance reform, part of uh, H.R. 1. Uh, they, it would expand the prohibition of foreign political money. That seems to make sense to me. Uh, it would quash sidecar super PACs that support individual candidates. I mean, um, essentially, it's just getting money out of politics, for one, right? Right. And then, like, allowing people to... Is there a, is there a national voter registration? Was that part of it? I can't remember. There that. was. Uh, there, part of it is to make uh, voter registration, uh, same-day registration, and make registration in general easier. It would be made easier. They could register online or get registered automatically via data from their driver's license or other government sources. So, making things easier for people to vote, which I think... To me, seems to make a lot of sense. By the way, as far as ethics, this one I don't understand. Uh, the bill would tell presidents and vice presidents that they should act as if they're covered by the conflict of interest law, which they are actually exempted from. And I don't understand why they don't just not exempt them. Is that the amendment clause? I, is that the emollient clause? Uh, no, no I, that might be part of it. But I don't understand why they just tell them conflict to of interest. pretend yeah. you're covered by this, even though you're not. Wink, wink. So, anyway, we'll, we'll talk, we'll get in a little bit more detail about that. Um, but there's a lot of other, I'd rather, if we could just talk positive stuff for the whole rest of the hour would be fine with me. I don't know how positive Scott Robert Shaw is. With As I See It, he tends to be a bit cranky on that. But I would say that the HR1 is a pretty positive thing, honestly. <laughs> Let's see if the callers will agree later on in the show. You'll be able to call and be a part of it at 785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. And... We'd love to hear your thoughts. Is it a power grab or is it common sense? We'll talk about that later. We'll also talk about a big first for NASA. I really hope we get a chance to talk about that, too, because it's really, really cool. All of that is coming up on Lacrosse Talk PM, 92.3 FM, 1410 AM. This is Lacrosse Talk PM. It's just furniture, but really, it's a part of your home. Your place to get comfy, to read a book, or watch the game. Make your home more you during the Flexfield Gallery Sale going on now at International Furniture. 
sofas, chairs, recliners, tables. Flex Steel Furniture is created with quality and comfort in mind at a reasonable price. This is our chance to save even more at International Furniture's Flex Steel Gallery Sale. Save up to 50% on floor samples and get 40% off special orders. Pick your fabric and finish, pick your frame and style, and have it delivered to your home for free. Find the look you'll love with the help from any of the designers at International Furniture and get special financing with six months no interest with payment. The Flex Steel Gallery Sale going on now at International Furniture, I-90, Exit 2, Lacrosse. La Isla Bonita. We uh, throw that song out to Angela, who is getting ready to uh, go on her uh, charity vacation on an island off the coast of Cancun. It will be warm. It will be fun. And it will uh, it will make her heart grow three sizes. Not that it needs to, but I think everybody's heart will go three sizes when you do that kind of a vacation. That is really what giving is all about. I think it's uh, helping out the places where you are and the people who are there. So that kind of moves us right into a conversation that I have to tell you makes me a little nervous because this year I got wrangled into being a part of uh, something that's apparently very fun called Who Will Be Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And it's a fundraiser for the RSVP program. And, boy, there's a lot of people in the studio right now. I've got, uh, we, we, we've got Tina who is my competitor, so I'm not going to talk to her. Um, we've got uh, Mia and Kai, who are fifth graders, and we've got Ruth, who is in charge of RSVP. We've got Ruth's friend, helper no, no. person. Rebecca. Rebecca, of course. I was getting there. I was getting there. She's a staff member at RSVP. All right. Yep. And, and then we have, uh, is it Maya or Mia? Maya? Mia. Mia. Mia and uh, Kai's mom and dad who are way over there, far away from the microphone. I think they did that on purpose. So, uh, First of all, Ruth, I uh, thank you all for being here. I hope you guys are having fun. Uh, I told Rick to bring uh, refreshments, and he forgot, so I apologize. Well, where, where do you guys go to school? Eagle Bluff. Oh, let's get on the... Eagle Bluff. Oh, both of yeah? you? Okay. They're twins. They're the same age from the same family. It generally works that way. I didn't know. Ruth? <laughs> Get between, mic get between me and Rick. Uh, no, you keep that mic available because you're going to need it in a few minutes. Tell us a little bit about the RSVP program and uh, what you do for the community. Um, RSVP is the Retired Senior and Volunteer Program. We've been in lacrosse for 45 years. Um, we keep seniors age 55 or better active in the community helping local nonprofits. We have over 600 volunteers and we're in over 90 sites in lacrosse and Monroe counties. We take people to medical appointments. We have volunteer drivers that take them to medical appointments um, to get groceries. Um, we have a telephone reassurance program. Um, we help local nonprofits with whether it's a bulk mailing or if they have a fundraiser event going on, filling their swag bags. So just keeping um, people age 55 or better active in the community. Statistics show by them staying active, they live longer. I'm 55. You can be an RSVP volunteer. Well, Come see me. I, oh, well, that's how you get <laughs> wrangled into things. That's, I think you said it on break, but didn't you just hurt your back opening a door? <laughs> I did, yes. So whatever, however I can help. Um, 
it sounds like a wonderful program. Who who benefits? So this is I, I, now that I know that I'm in the age bracket, I don't want to say seniors, uh, but people of this age. It's it's people of that age helping other people of that age. Helping local nonprofits. Okay. So whether it would be uh, nursing homes, it would be the hospitals, Gunderson Mayo, um, just any local nonprofit with their missions. So whether, like I said, it's bulk mailings or um, just anything that they would need. Have you always been a person that has been involved in uh, charitable causes and, and working with the community? No, I would say I have not. haven't always been involved, but always had a want to be involved. Um, so after my retail career, I decided, hey, it's time to help and give back to the community and work with a local nonprofit. Wow. How long did you work in retail? Um, Just out of morbid curiosity. 20 oh, plus years. <laughs> How long did it take you to figure out what a weekend was? A long time. <laughs> yeah, a long time. Wow. Yep. Well, yep. thank you for doing what you're doing. Um, you know, I, I talked with Angela a little bit ago about the, the giving to the community where she is going, and I asked her the question, uh, because this is very important to her, I said, are you different than other people, than anybody else, because you have that sense of giving inside you? And she said no. What do you think about that question? I would say no. You know, I'd like to have everybody out there have that sense of giving and give back to the community. Um, but because you don't, that doesn't mean later on you might not. Right, right. And, yeah. and apparently I'm going to get mine because yes. I'm, I'm going to be a part of RSVP. RSVP, you bet. How am I going to get in touch with you? What am I going to do? You can call us, um, 785-0500, or you can go to our, our website, rsvplax.org, and there's a form there you can fill out, and I will call you. I'm the volunteer coordinator and right now fill-in executive director. Okay. So, yeah. And they'll get used to being, you being the fill-in, so that may, that may be more than just fill-in after a while. Yeah. So how in the world did this organization that deals with people 55 and older get caught up with a bunch of uh, rabscallion fifth graders? I don't even know if I use that word correctly. Fifth graders, did I say it? Did I use it correctly? Just say no. It's okay. No. Okay, I didn't think so. So, so how would, did you get involved yeah, with the yeah. fifth grader? So who will be smarter than a fifth grader? This is our 11th year that we've been doing this event. Um, we decided to have local celebrities, hence you, Ken Cooper. <laughs> yeah, I've got um, raise, a great story about that too, by the way. <laughs> raise money for RSVP and out in the community because those celebrities are local and they can reach out to the community and help raise money for RSVP. And then we decided to intergenerational, um, you know, collaboration is important. So pair them with a fifth grader and play the Who Will Be Smarter Than a Fifth Grader event. Okay. And yeah. let's talk about when that's happening and where. Yep. That will be next Saturday, um, Saturday, March 16th at 10 a.m. at Valley View Mall. All right. It's yep. going to be a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the heated competition. Yep. Uh, the trash talk has already begun. Mostly by me, I'm sorry. It's probably, I'm not making a very good impression. But uh, I can't help myself. You know, you get into this competitive thing and you just, you have to say stuff. Are you ladies very good? Uh, uh, Mia and, Maya, Mia? Mia. Yeah. Mia and Kai, are you good at trash talk? No. Okay. Well, all right then. So I win there. Now, Kai is here to help out. Mia is one of the actual fifth grade competitors, right? So you'll be at uh, Valley View Mall a week from Saturday. Now, how, and what school do you go to again? Eagle Bluff? Yes. And how did you get involved in this? Um, so we took a test for a group in enrichment, and then whoever got the highest score just went to okay. Smyrna. Well, just 
Just asking out of curiosity. Uh, wait, highest or lowest score? <laughs> <laughs> highest score. It was the highest score? Okay. Yeah. And just Did you score the highest? Yeah. Oh, man. Ringers. Yeah. You're bringing in ringers. Well, that's how very, we're supposed to beat the fifth graders. They bring in the highest score. Just out of curiosity, Ruth, the questions on the test that Mia took and excelled at, it's not the same as the one no. she's given. So over. each school determines how they choose okay. their fifth right. grade. I just want to yep. make sure everything's yep. above board here. Yep. I want to stick to the, some ethics here. Yeah. Um, well, my, my, one of my competitors, there's a whole bunch of people that are going to be a part of this. How many teams do we have? Fifteen teams. Fifteen teams. Yep. Um, there are a bunch of celebrities, uh, including... Tina Antoni from Springbrook Assisted Living. Um, you are my competitor, but I will allow you to say a word or two. A word or two? There you go. Thank, Thank you. you very much for being here, how Tina. How about you're going down? <laughs> That's how you trash talk, kids. Yeah. That's called trash talk yeah. when you're older. Yeah. And it will progress from here. We've got a few more minutes yet to, to let things degrade just a, a bit more. So I thought what would be kind of fun is if we have a little competition, and because I don't want to embarrass Tina, we uh, won't ask her the questions. Uh, I thought we would ask Rick the questions. Does everybody agree with me on that? Should we? Yeah, yes. All right. So these are some questions. Are we going to do this now? We're going to take a break and are we teasing this? We're going to. No, let's. Uh, let's. Let's. Let's do it right now. Okay. And then we'll take a break and then we'll get into the cynical stuff later. I was hoping to get the answer. Nope. You're not going to get the answers. Um, so these are questions. We had kind of a preliminary who's, who will be smarter than a fifth grader at Springbrook Assisted Living the other day. And these are some of the questions that we got. Um, Ruth, by the way, do you know, anybody know who won that competition at uh, Springbrook? <clears throat> I'm sorry, anybody? Anybody know who won that? I believe it was Ken Cooper and his student. Kai, do you remember who won? Yeah. Who was it? You. And you. Aren't we awesome? Yes. All right, we are. We are awesome. Sorry, Tina. So we're going to ask Rick a couple of these questions. Okay, these so are very... No, wait a minute. you got a sheet there. What do you got? Four sheets? How many sheets you got? Three. Three sheets. Now, I heard that the easier questions are on the... We to start at the beginning, right? The easier one. Start with one easy question for him to warm him up. Okay. Well, let's not say that this is the easy one. <laughs> I mean, I know it. Wait a minute. Why are you flipping sheets? Okay. All right. And whenever you're ready, ladies. Wow, I'm late for class. What part of speech is the word wow? A, verb. B, interjection. Or C, preposition. Uh, B. Correct. Yes. Oh. All right. I'll skip to the fourth page. You need the hard one. <laughs> but these are the type of questions we'll be having when we're at Valley View Mall. And who comes up with the questions? The local school district um, okay. lacrosse. So they do all While they're coming up with the next question, the, my funny story is I have a daughter who is in fourth grade. She wants to do this next year. She was with me when we had the first big get-together. And, Ruth, you said uh, thank you to all of the celebrities for being here. And my daughter said to me, she's nine years old, cute as a button, and she said to me, you're a celebrity? <laughs> so good thing she is cute as a button, because I could have taken that the wrong way. You know? have, there been, have there been father-daughter team? Teams not, not as far as I know, no. Okay. Nope. Yep. I don't think Sydney yeah. wants to work with me. <laughs> I think she knows me too well. <laughs> All right. Mia, do you have another question for Rick? Fossils are more likely to be found in which one of the following rocks? A, shale, B, basalt, or C, genesis? 
a shale. You're right. Yes. Yay, wow. The only one I knew, the other, the other one, Basalt or something. Genesis is a book in the Bible, I don't even know. You can't find any fossils in there. You can read, maybe read about fossils. All right, one more question for Rick, and let's see, let's make this a doozy, ladies. All right, Kai, you give him the final question. During the late 1400s, Spain and Portugal began arguing about the New World land claims. Who served as a mediator in these disputes? Mediator. Mediator, sorry. Hey, okay. he read it fine. Sure. A. Christopher Columbus, B. Queen Isabella, or C. Pope Alexander V.I. B. Incorrect. Ah! It was C. Pope Alexander. I thought if I went in confident. Yeah. He said it as though it should be correct. Yeah. I mean, it's, we could double check that. Except that it's not. Over here. Except that it's not. Um, Tina, one of the things that is on you and me is to uh, raise some money. And uh, raise some awareness. Uh, how have you uh, enjoyed being a part of this process? I have really enjoyed it, and I'm sorry for you know smack talking a little bit, uh, but I'm really Loopy. I'm looking Didn't forward you lose? to this. I, don't know I, I came in second, okay, and it was a healthy second. So yes, she lost. <laughs> but no, I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I've been working. I have a Facebook page. Uh, through RSVP, as do you, yeah. to raise money for this event. Um, and it's really important if, if people want to donate, if they can't come out and enjoy the competition uh, or the event. I don't even like to call it a competition because it's really just a fun and that's event. That's what happens when the second place person community. calls it. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey now. Ouch, that hurts. <laughs> this is getting yeah. strong, this is, gentlemen. Well, I'm not really in the competition, so I can say whatever I want. <laughs> no, but I'm really looking forward to it, and I really encourage people um, to come on out Set on that Saturday to the mall and enjoy it. And uh, if you can't come out, even if you can come out, make a donation. If you know somebody else, another celebrity other than Ken or I that's competing, make a donation to their team. Uh, the the most money raised, and Ruth can probably expand on this a little bit more, um, how the donations are decided and the, the true winner of the competition is decided. But, uh, yeah, um, participate. Come on out. Yeah, lots of ways that you can be a part of this, and of course, uh, money is kind of what it's all about. We need, and not many things happen uh, without that money. And Ruth, what is the best way for someone uh, to get to my Facebook page? Just go right through Facebook and well, through they, RSVP, yep, or? or they could go to RSVPLAX to our website dot org, and then it'll show the don't um, the who will be smarter link, and then you can donate to each person individually. Okay. Yep. It's really easy to do. Uh, I went to uh, Tina's page, and uh, oh, I forgot to donate to your page. Oh, I am so man. sorry about that. But, game on. A week from Saturday, 10 a.m. at Valley View Mall. We're helping out RSVP, which helps out a lot of people in this community, and we're going to have a lot of fun with who will be smarter than a fifth grader. Uh, Mia, are you feeling confident? Yeah. Okay. Boy, she sure is a, a mic hog. Do these kids talk all the time like this at home? We call her the silent assassin. <laughs> and that would be my partner, I'm just saying. Okay. They will be a, a very, very worthy opponent. Um, thank you all for being here. Um, I hope all of you will be at the uh, event coming up a week from Saturday at Valley View Mall. Ruth, thanks for uh, doing all that you do. And, Rebecca, thank you for doing all that you do, uh, which seems to be standing there and taking pictures of all of us, I think. And looking good. Yeah, okay. well, that one you do very, very well. You deserve a raise. And 
it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope to see everybody there. And, uh, you know. Game on, Ken. All right. Who is going down? We will find out. Ladies, thank you for being here. This is Lacrosse Talk PM, and we are, we've got a little more time left, so we're going to talk uh, about that HR1 bill. We're going to talk about a big event for NASA, which I think is a, a really cool event. And uh, we'll open up the phone lines on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line and see what you have to say about those things, anything we've talked about, or whatever else might be on your mind. It's Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM. We have been playing mind games here on the Crosstalk PM, uh, talking fifth graders and who will be smarter than a fifth grader. Uh, Rick, I think between you and me, it's going to be a, a dead heat as to who would come in last competing against the fifth graders. Yeah, so I don't understand the concept. Is it you're a team, right, with the right. fifth grader? So, like, if you've got her on your team, I feel yeah, like yeah. you're, you're going to be pretty pretty well off. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. it's. I think it really should be called. Who will best take advantage of the extremely smart fifth grader? But yeah, I don't think definitely. that fit on the. It didn't fit on the signs on the posters, so they just changed it to who will be smarter. So Rick, you and I talked a little bit ago about HR one bill. I think it's going to go for a vote tomorrow. The Democrats in Congress have been talking about this for over a year, and I don't know of anybody that I've seen as I was doing any research today that thinks that it will actually pass tomorrow. But there are some that are calling it a power grab by the Democrats, and there are some that are calling it uh, some very, very welcome common sense legislation from Washington. And uh, if, if you have something quick to contribute to that, you can give us a call on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, 785-7914. Some of the highlights or lowlights from the bill, uh, making Election Day a federal holiday. I think that's a great idea. I don't know if we'd like put a tree up or anything like that. Um, but it would be a holiday. I'm sure there would be some sort of decorations that would go along with that. It would expand the prohibition of foreign political money and mandate the disclosure of the big donors behind politically active 501c4 social welfare organizations. Basically, as Rick said earlier, getting the big money um, out of the uh, election process. And a lot of that seems to make sense to me. And, and we'll, It's we'll, going to expand voter registration to uh, implement fair redistricting which is what we're fighting about in Wisconsin right now. I just If we could do one thing in this world to change anything, it would be change the way we redistrict uh, every 10 years. I think, uh, I think that's kind of been, become a, a sham uh, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the winning team getting to pick who, yeah. like, who and gets the How we where. pick the next winning team, yeah. <laughs> so let's get back to something positive, all right? I want to I touch on this. Uh, March is National Women's History Month. And it just also happens to be, coincidentally, the month when NASA is going to have the first all-female spacewalk. And there is one astronaut already in space and one that is going to be uh, flying up there. I guess they, that's how they get up there. Anne McLean and Christina Koch will be the astronauts out in space. Uh, the controllers back in Houston are going to be all-females as well. Uh, just preface this by saying, wouldn't it be a great day when that's not a big deal and it's just kind of the norm? But I think it's pretty exciting. Mia, Kai, what do you think about uh, walking in space? Would it be fun? Would you be up for that? I don't think I'd ever want to travel in space, but I think it's cool that some people do that. Oh, what a good answer. And Mia, what do you think? Um, I'd like to be up in space, but I don't think I'd really like getting up in space. Into space? You don't yeah. want to drive the rocket to space? No. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Not really sure you drive a rocket. Yeah, there's a steering wheel and blinker, everything. Yep, it's all in there. It uh, is scheduled for March 29th. Of course, with NASA, they don't have they they don't work from their heart. So if there are problems or issues, it won't happen. But very exciting to have the first all-female spacewalk during National Women's History Month coming up on March 29th. Everybody, thank you for being here on Lacrosse Talk PM, WIZM.